Welcome back to an episode of Self-Proclaimed. I'm Tash. And I'm Trav. And we are the life coaches you never knew you needed. On today's episode, we're going to talk about travel. So to kick things off, Tash, let's talk about choosing the people you travel with. So give everyone some advice on how to choose the type of person or your travel buddy in general. Well, look, let me lay it out for listeners. There are different types of travelers and there's different things that people look for in a travel experience, right? You've got people who want to go away and travel for the sake of obtaining a little bit of leisure, who enjoy a little bit of sunshine, a margarita in hand, a nice resort. They don't plan on having any activities planned out for the day. It is literally time out from their schedules with their favorite book or podcast or TV show and away from the world in a beautiful part of what the world has to offer. So it's definitely your leisure travelers. Those travelers can sometimes enjoy the finer things in life and you may want to consider costs and locations for what the optimal leisure traveler experience might look like. Then you've got your adventure traveler, who are the people who want to go trekking for eight days through the Nepalese mountain range. Also a phenomenal experience, but you've got to make sure you've got the stamina for it and the motivation to want to explore and try something a little bit different in you and you're not too exhausted from your day job to do so. The last one's probably the cultural traveler in terms of who I've come across. And these are people who really want to get to know the people, be part of the community. You may even incorporate a little bit of charity work into the travel that you're doing because you find gratification and self-fulfillment from sharing and being of service to one to others, which I think is a brilliant way of going about it too. So you've got these different personality types. And I'd say, personally speaking, I'm a mix of those personality types. I would love to incorporate all of the above into each and every single day that I do tend to travel. And for the most part, I look to rack up experiences as opposed to souvenirs or shopping pieces like some people might. With that being said, back to your question, Trav, on finding the right partner to pick, I just so happen to have chosen you quite frequently. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yes, you did. And I was even thinking as you're describing those different traveler personas, I also feel like I'm a mix of all three. And I think that's why we travel so well together mm -hmm. because we do want a variety on our trips and we're not on one hand willing to go all out mm -hmm. every day on these massive hikes or do, I guess, physical activity the whole of the day. We like some relaxation, but we also like some adventuring. And in the midst of all of that, getting to know the community and the people who are from those places we're visiting. Yeah, I mean, if we look at our own travels, travel, when we went to Mexico, for example, Mexico has all-inclusive resorts to offer and boast. And these are beautiful resorts, fabulous buffet bars. <laughs> Almost a little and bit too <laughs> good in terms of not being able to fit into my clothes anymore. <laughs> And outside of the buffet bar, it's also an open bar. So, I mean, mm. a lot of people who go to Mexico and even friends who came with us would have preferred to stay in the resort itself because all their needs mm. are met in terms of, you know, getting that little bit of moment of leisure and peace and quiet. 
Whereas for travelers like us who want to incorporate, yes, absolutely that, but also want to see some of the cenotes that Mexico boasts or try some of the street food or maybe rehearse some of the Spanish from our high school Meet years. some of the Hispanic men. Exactly. Oh, Trav, you, you went there. And if you're listening, she went I there. I was single. <laughs> <laughs> I was single back then. Remember my telenovela? Never forget. Oh, we won't go into gosh. that. Oh, will I ever forget? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Anyway, I think that it's all about finding balance mm-hmm. and ensuring that the person you're traveling with is on the same page as you in terms of how organized, disorganized, relaxed, or adventurous you want for that occasion to be. Of course, there's going to be a certain level of compromise that you're going to have to put into it, but it's an understanding of, okay, if we get to do Y, then we'll also do Z because you want to really do Z and I really want to do Y. So we'll spend a day doing mine and a day doing yours. And I think we strike that note really well and we divvy up the work it takes in terms of locating the right hotels, in terms of finding the right restaurants, in terms of determining cool activities. And so that makes travel not just that much easier, but also that much more enjoyable. Definitely. And I have been on trips before with people who were some of my very close friends, but we had different mindsets when it came to traveling, which I didn't know until we were on the trip. And you don't always know that because if you get along with in every way and various capacities in your normal day to day, well, that's very different than when you are on a trip. So just because you have those commonalities in your typical life, it doesn't mean you will have that when you're traveling. So that's kind of why it is important to ask different questions before you go on a trip about what they're looking to get out of that and what they're looking to experience and not experience. And I find for me, one of the most important things for me when I am traveling is to be immersed in the culture Mm -hmm. and I know that that's very important for you as well so I want to have conversations with people from those countries and whether it's when I'm at a restaurant or at a bar or you know out on an adventure you know talking more to the tour guide who's from that local area those are the different things that I desire because otherwise I don't feel that I've really experienced that location do you know what I mean Mm mm-hmm Yeah, you don't want to live in a bubble in another location because that bubble can be experienced where you are at that current, wherever you are, right? So I think to your point, Trav, I'm very similar. I do want to get a sense for what the locals live and breathe. And of course, you know, I tend to err and choose places that are quite beautiful and might be synonymous with tourism more so than off the beaten trail. Like, for example, when we went to Mexico, we did... Cancun, which is Tourist 101, Spring Break Central. We went to Playa del Carmen, Tulum, and the one that I would say is more closely resembled to our adventure side, Cozumel, which is a beautiful island Uh, that boasts one of the best reefs in the world, not to mention some of the finest and exceptional food places with the best views. Um, So... I've kind of lost my thought now. I'm just thinking. Thinking of my now. Let's go back to Mexico. (laughs) That's always been our go-to escape location. Anytime life in the real world gets hard, that's where we want to go is back to Mexico because it's our safe place. 
where we were treated like the queens that we are oh god what fun what experiences hey anywho i'm gonna challenge you on something for our listeners what would you say of all our travels and we've been fortunate we're in a very privileged position where we've managed to travel a little bit of the u.s we've managed to travel a little bit of europe in croatia and greece we've managed to travel a little bit of asia i've got to ask you of all of the places we've traveled, and yes, they all boast different experiences and, you know, memories. What was your favorite day? Okay. I, I want to do an addition to this. I'd love to share my mm-hmm. least favorite moment of us traveling together oh. and then my favorite moment or day. <laughs> so I'm going to start with my I least favorite. I think you favorite. should start with your, you're starting with yeah. your least favorite? Okay, okay. go on. So my least favorite day for us in our travel adventures is the, it wasn't even actually the location itself. It was us trying to get to the location. So this is when we were trying to go to Croatia and where we ended up, what was supposed to be a 25 hour commute ended up being like a Mm -hmm. 35 hour commute and four (laughs) plane, was it four planes? I think. Four planes. Oh I think I blacked that over my thirty memory. hours. Just popping sleeping pills beside because you. Because we, I will never forget. We so we get on our first flight. Everything is going swimmingly. We get off of the flight and we are in. Where were we again? Do you remember? God knows. Honestly, Shoot, I, I no can't clue. even remember. We just left that with we the were in the Middle agent, East. Tried to save we costs, up, and we oh, we ended up in Abu Dhabi. Thank you. That's or Doha. Thank, yes, we were in Doha. Thank you. Okay, so we get to Doha. And this airport is like nothing we've ever seen. It's just chaos everywhere. There's people demanding things everywhere. There's met, There was a man making a scene and yelling in the middle of the airport. And then everyone at the counters. And you go up to the counters and they all tell you they can't help you. And our situation, <laughs> the reason we it was urgent was because we'd booked a trip on Sail Croatia and the boat was leaving the next day so we couldn't not get there because otherwise it was literally just going to leave without us and we were going to miss a whole week of a trip that we'd booked and Mm -hmm. so we end up we go to various different counters we finally get to the third counter and I'm just we're pleading and with this person to just put us on a plane we go we don't know how just connect us somehow so we then go on an adventure of I think it was from there three different flights God. to get yeah, to we added in I think two stops in an effort to get yes, to our final destination on the morning of the boat setting sail that was so insane. it was a mad rush and a glimpse into what it would have been like Trav had we been successful in our application to go on the <laughs> adventurous race <laughs> It was, it was. I'm glad we didn't make it on the amazing race because that was just chaos. So anyway, so we, we did end up getting there and all was well, but that was one of the most insane things I've ever witnessed at an airport. It was pure chaos. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what was going on. Nobody at the counters yeah. where we had to basically, yeah. we persuaded someone. We had to use our persuasion skills to persuade someone to put us on two different flights and figure out how they mm-hmm. could connect us because they kept saying it wasn't possible anymore. So then you and I were looking up flight connections and then telling them yeah. what to put us on. It was crazy. Anyways, that is determination at its finest. Travel tip for people. If you are stuck in a hard spot, be determined. There will be a way. I assure you there will be a way to get out of your tough spot. 100%. 
I'm I'm going to pause there for a quick sec in your story on the worst day you experienced in Are our travels because I am gobsmacked that you have chosen that day of the experiences I <laughs> Over know you Mexico? have lived. Firstly, you got trapped at Mexico airport did. and almost didn't get let I out know, and literally surprising. broke down into tears. So I am surprised you chose. <laughs> That's because overall, the long Mexico journey. Is like my favorite Secondly, life trip. Secondly, you also had food poisoning to a degree I've never seen in a human being when we were touring around Thailand. So again, I am surprised that you chose the long flights over those two experiences. And I just want your memory, as hard as it has been to try and squash those moments, to never forget. It was just because the rest of the other pieces of the trip, I think it was because this was the beginning of a trip, whereas the other negative experiences were smushed in between. Okay, well, similarly, it's always for me the commute it is that's where I go really wrong and on my on the flight home from Thailand Mm -hmm. where I had been really beaten up that whole trip and we got chicken (laughs) bad Thai and on the whole flight home I thought I was going to be super embarrassed the whole time because I every 10 minutes I'd get up and like begged to get into a bathroom it was so bad that was the worst actual yeah. flight I've ever experienced because I was very sick wow. on that flight but oh, yeah. was yeah commuting God, for me funny. but what was your least favorite most like oh, absurd favorite and then we'll go into Gosh, our favorite look I really don't want to paint a bad picture for people looking to go on sale Croatia but I've got to <laughs> say I have <laughs> never endured heat exhaustion like I did on that trip. Tashir wow. was delusional. Was I was so calling people hot. the wrong name. I had lost my sense of self. We were living in a six by three box. I've never seen Which you was like the that. size of a matchstick box with two bunk beds in it, no ventilation, and happened to choose the hottest week on record in Croatian summer oh to be setting sail. And yeah, I have to say, I mean, it was it was the worst day and yet it was one of the more memorable days for me because it really broke me down from a physical standpoint, more so than mentally, just physically the exhaustion from the heat coupled with the excessive drinking that we were doing each night that left me in a st- in a state of deliriousness. And although delirious, <laughs> we've never looked better. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to it say, was like a, heat deprivation, it it's, it's like living in a sauna, and we came out about five kilos we lighter, did. we're looking fab. It's so funny. <laughs> Mentally, though, I don't know, yeah. we might have lost a few brain cells after that. Oh, gosh, heat. yeah. I mean, also, not to mention in my heat-deprived state, so just for our listeners to kind of clock into how bad the situation really was... I was waking up in the middle of the night and taking showers in an effort to cool my body temperature down so I could actually get a little bit of shut eye, maybe two, three hours at most per night. There happened to be one specific night and occasion, and Travis is laughing because she's feeling guilty, that I jumped off my bunk bed, which Travis was, you know, up on the top bunk of. I was before. I was heading to the toilet, which was literally she's a two-step into the toilet. She's never going to let this go, And my best friend, travel comrade, faithful person, happens to wake up in terror, thinking I am an intruder, takes her pillow and whacks me in the face with full force just to top off my day. I will never forget that. I was so tired that I didn't even have time to blink. (laughs) 
so the pillow smacking my face literally took what small little bit of moisture in my eyes that I had left completely off I like that this is like the moment you tell back because in the other moment why don't you tell the people how nice I was because in night one how so? I was on the bottom bunk and you were on the top bunk and you were oh so God. hot it's four in the morning you nice and I, see, I forced myself I onto see your this bunk. leg coming down and I'm like nope <laughs> and you come down and because my bed was cooler than yours and then moving forward I slept on the top bunk to help I had never gone to camp so I didn't know that heat rises and I foolishly chose the top bunk <laughs> thinking it would be more of a leisure experience for me in this matchstick it box of a room. I then very quickly realized in the middle of the night that it was a bloody sauna in there. And Travis, as much as you think you were being kind, I'm pretty sure I forced myself into your bed and was like, we can both sleep here before you finally succumbed and That's went where, up top. That, that was the next night. No, that was me being nice the next six nights because I just was like, Fair I'll take enough. one for the team because I don't get quite Fair to the level enough. you get of heat stroke. No, I was overheating. No, I did that as well for your mental well-being because I was just like, what's happening to Tash? <laughs> She's gone. Oh God, I was oh, that gosh. concerning. That's, well, that's bad. let's give people our anyway. favorite stories before they... Yeah. Yeah, tell me yours. Okay, mine is probably a mix. So my day and night were probably different, but I just remember so vividly the day in Cancun, we booked this catamaran and we went out on the catamaran in the under the Mexican sun and we we're just kind of like sailing. Mm-hmm. And then we went and visited this little island off of Cancun and then we rented a little buggy, buggy yeah and we were just yeah. driving around on the buggy through this little island that mm-hmm. was so much fun and then on the way back everyone they served the drinks and then the people who were the tour guides I just to this day I don't understand but they were playing the best music <laughs> and then they come out and they're all wearing wigs and female outfits and they weren't cross it wasn't like it was a drag show that was a thing it wasn't a drag show but they just did it for I think a comical aspect where Fun they just things. came out and yeah. had wigs on and were just dancing on the boat and doing this dance and force feeding people to keep yes. not that we you know sponsor force feeding tequila but it was hilarious it was so time. funny and yeah. then though I would say that was mixed with one of my a different night though in Mexico where we'd bought this uh bar crawl pass which was insane I don't even we just paid mm-hmm. some money for a bar crawl pass which then these tour guides took you to all of these different bars and we have never seen anything like that we the last bar we went to was an arena of people and I've never seen a bar that was a Mm -hmm. stadium forum and everyone just all around the arena was going crazy and then the tour guides were phenomenal and just hilarious and everyone's sense of humor that trip I just felt like everything was so funny that whole trip and I don't even know why it was just the whole trip was just (laughs) comical and that's why I look back on those different adventures and with I think such a soft spot for them because I just felt like the whole time I was having the time of my life and laughing the whole way through it. But yeah, I've, I've got to say I share that same experience with you on the Coco Bongo night. So Coco Bongo is the stadium that Trav's referring to that we went to in Cancun. It was actually a nightclub inspired by the club in the opening scene of the movie The Mass that features uh, Jim Carrey what's that guy's name Jim Carrey and it's phenomenal if you haven't gone it's like something out of Vegas a little bit where you have acts and dancers and the theatrics blended in with this nightclub culture 
regardless to say, Trav and I in our alcohol-induced state managed to made it, make it to the top platform and we were invited to be two of the dancers on that top platform and I think it just... Let us live out a bit of a fantasy in terms of being, you know, stars. the spotlight of the show, the stars of the show. So it was a great night. And I, too, say that was one of the best nights and one of the best vacations, most definitely. The other one that really sticks with me, though, is when we went to a beautiful portside town on the coast of Croatia called Makarska. It's a seaside village and it has so much to offer and so many people don't really know much about it. But one of the best things it has to offer, which I suggest anyone who stops by there does, is a two kilometer long zip line in the mountain ranges over the crevices of the inlets and you can see the beautiful ocean from there too I think that was one of the moments that stuck with me because you know we have so many we have so many trips where we've had a lot of fun and we've met some really cool people but that was one of the cooler things I've done and so from an adventurous standpoint it was like checkboxing something off your list because it's I think one of the longest zip lines in the world yes it is oh that was just absolutely beautiful what an adventure yeah just stunning but no I mean I I have to say I think as you travel and explore there are so many memories that you will make and for the most part what's the most memorable is the people that you meet along the way and the experiences you have with those people so you know don't be afraid to strike up conversations travel on your own even um, you know have that sense of adventure and curiosity with all the people you meet and come across but also for the places you can go and see and things you can do. That being said, always throw a sense of caution to the wind, always have a sense for where you are and if you have a travel buddy who can keep you accountable and vice versa if you're going out at night. Many things can happen. I've heard some really bad horror stories and taking that little step of extra precaution, being that little bit of vigilant can can go a long way in saving you from a really bad travel tale yeah absolutely and I think that's why it is so important also to you know pick a switched on travel buddy Tash you have grown up all over the world and I (laughs) can't say anything bad's ever happened to me when I've been with you Per ex- I can sense danger coming. Yeah, you can sense <laughs> danger I am coming. the danger, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, don't have to worry. so, oh, well, Gosh. nothing... Yeah, oh, no, nothing I was going to say too bad. I was just thinking the Mexican airport. That wasn't your fault. That was all safety. That was my fault. But it's another story for yeah. a whole other time. Did you have any last-minute yeah. tips before we go today? No, choose your travel buddy wisely. Go into it with an open mind. Always have that sense of curiosity and know what you want out of your vacation before you choose a location or a hotel or, um, you know, an, an adventure. How about you? I think as well, you know, go into every place with an open mind and even if you haven't heard that much about the island you're going to on a tour or you know, the destination, what it looks like, what it, what the vibe is, go into everything you do when you're traveling with an open mind, because so often the places that you least expect will become your most treasured. And mm-hmm. that's definitely how it was in a few places like Makarska, as you mentioned, I had just had no idea. I'd never really even heard yeah. of it other than one of my best friends growing up was from there, but how beautiful it was. And similar with 
Tulum. We'd heard good things, Mm -hmm. but it really blew me away in terms of the beauty there and the different vibe and culture. And, you know, that's some of the things I love. And that's why, you know, traveling, exploring, seeing new places of the world is so special because I feel like the whole time you're kind of uncovering these different treasures that you didn't know existed. So I think that's what I'd say. Just go into it with an open mind and Mm -hmm. be willing to have new experiences and meet new people. I can't wait, Trav, till the world opens up again and we can commence our travel Uh, Likewise. And find all those hidden gems. Likewise. So here I am hoping next year, 2022, the year of travel for Tash and Trav. Here we go. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm all in. Can't wait to rack up more stories for our listeners. Well, that's it from us today. I hope you enjoyed our session and we look forward to you tuning in next week. See you next week on Self Proclaimed.